Welcome to Hope Talks, Stories of Transformation. Hope Talks is a project of David's United Church of Christ in Canal Winchester, Ohio, and dedicated to providing stories with different perspectives of hope. This is Patty Houston Home. My guest today is Chian Yo-Yo Leon. She is a pianist and a teacher. Her formal education in the United States comes from The Ohio State University, Capital University, and Trinity Lutheran Seminary. She's been performing musically much of her 34 years. She opened a music academy in Columbus, Ohio in the middle of the 2020 pandemic. Welcome, Yo-Yo. We definitely want to hear about your studio, but first, did I pronounce your name correctly? Thanks, Patty. Um, well, you did actually very well. Um, my name is Qian. First name is Qian and the last name is Liu. And actually in Chinese culture, we put the last name first and the first name last. So Chinese will call me Liu Qian. Um, but I go by Yo-Yo. It's a lot easier. So does that name mean anything in China or in Chinese? Um, well, uh, the reason why I give this uh, name, you mean my Chinese name or Yo-Yo? Uh, both. Okay. So my Chinese name, Qian, uh, it means beautiful. My grandpa gave me that name. Uh, my English name, I give that to myself uh, for two reasons. One is when I was in high school in China, uh, there was a movie I really liked. And the main character's name is Yo-Yo. Uh, and the second reason is because I like the cellist Yo-Yo Ma. So you live in Pickerington, Ohio now, and you're married to an IT guy named Alex. You have a parrot, an adorable new golden doodle puppy. But tell us about your hometown in China and a little bit about how you ended up in the United States. Sure. Uh, my hometown is Changchun. It's uh, in northeast China, close to Russia. So it's really cold, a lot colder than here. Um, it's all, uh, it also has four seasons. It's beautiful spring and fall. Um, the reason why I uh, ended up in Ohio is because I applied to college in US um, after I graduated high school. And I'm very fortunate to get a full scholarship from Capital University. And ever since I did all the other degrees also in Columbus. So I've been living here for 15 years and Columbus is my second hometown. So I actually think that Ohio and the United States is fortunate to have you. Uh, so so <laughs> what, you. Is, what is your biggest challenge culturally as a soon to be Chinese American citizen? Well, um, English is still a challenge. Alex makes fun of my English all the time. Um, still learning new vocabularies and uh, correcting my pronunciations all the time. Also, the grammar is very different. Uh, I felt when I was in college, my grammar was better and the recent years it has declined. Um, another big issue for me right now is food. I didn't realize how Chinese my stomach is until recent years. When I was in college, I was fine eating at cafeteria and I was you know, pretty content with American food. But um, recent years, I seriously thinking about moving to California just for amazing food. Well, also it's nice to see the sun more. 
Um, another culture difference I feel that is Americans are very individualistic. And I like that. Uh, also feel that's closer to my own personality. But because of my upbringing, the collectiveness thoughts and behavior comes out sometimes and creates difficult situations for me sometimes. So I love Chinese food and the Chinese food my husband and I had at your house was much better than the Chinese food I get at restaurants here. So <laughs> I'm just wondering, um, you know, during the pandemic, uh, some Americans have blamed China for the virus. How do you feel about that? Well, uh, of course, I don't feel good about it. Um, but part of the, I myself do think at first China didn't respond in time. Um, and they, they could have done better at a very, very beginning stage. But I think overall with um, fighting the pandemic, uh, China as a, a, a country has uh, done amazing because everyone is locked down at home for about two, three months. Um, and that's pretty much um, COVID, it was pretty much gone there. So everyone back to normal life and everything is, is just like back normal. My parents traveled and people start to work. Every place open, economy is going great. It just uh, recent months is start to have uh, COVID come back again. And they're going with very, very <clears throat> stringent strategies against it. Um, everyone's getting tested. My parents' uh, neighborhood just got tested last week. So I think even though, um, you know, at the beginning, uh, China didn't do great, but the rest of the, how, how they react to the pandemic, I think there are things we can learn from it. So let's talk about music. Um, <clears throat> tell us a little bit about your piano journey. Um, my piano journey, uh, I started to study music when I was four and a half. And, um, when I was 12, that's kind of like a, a really important transition point because that's when I decided I want to be uh, a musician professionally. So my parents sent me to a music school in my hometown, which is a pretty okay school, but not definitely not uh, one of the top music school uh, in China. So later on, my parents get, um, uh, got me um, to Shenyang Conservatory uh, to a very well-known piano teachers um, um, nationally. And it was very, very difficult to become her student because um, she only takes uh, students like, you know, win competitions and, and such. But I guess she, she sees some potential in me and eventually she accepted me into her private studio. So I've been uh, taking the train ride, uh, eight hour train ride every Sunday back and forth for a one hour lesson for five years studying with her. And now looking back at that, Ooh, that was, <laughs> it was tough. And I don't know if I, if I can do it again, but I'm forever grateful for that experience. So as I'm uh, 
talking to you, I see this beautiful piano behind you that listeners can't see. But I'm wondering, do you have other instruments that you play or have learned to play? Oh, yeah. Um, I, I just love music in general. And I think each, each instrument have its own charm and different uh, timbre. Um, while I was growing up, uh, my parents and teacher are very against me learning another instrument because they feel like I couldn't even play one well. So um, all the learning kind of happened after I finished all my schooling. I learned Chinese, the Chinese instrument, guzheng. Uh, it's, kind of, uh, it's kind of like a lute instrument. It's beautiful uh, and very fortunate our school have a teacher teaching that. So um, it's a really cool instrument. And I have learned violin for a couple of years. And right now I'm learning drum set. And it's pretty awesome. There are so many other instruments I want to learn. And having a music school and having those amazing teachers on staff to learn from, I just feel like I'm in heaven. I would love to hear you play the drums. <laughs> one day, one day. <laughs> one day. So, you know, you've been teaching from your home and then a lot of virtual because of COVID-19 in the United States. And sometime in 2020, you opened a studio at a time when many businesses were closing. What were you thinking? Good questions. What were I thinking? Um, well, having my own music school has been a longtime dream. Um, and what prompted was because I was teaching in a basement um, uh, up north for many years and uh, you eventually start to affect my mood, uh, especially in the winter. So I do believe a good teaching, uh, a happy teacher produce good students. So I think it's God telling me it's time to move on, find somewhere else. And uh, thanks to my family and my husband being very encouraging and supportive. So I found this new, uh, I found this amazing place in Worthington that works really well for my new school. So that's how I started. And we have awesome new instrument in it. And it's truly turning into my dream school. Uh, well, of course, having a nice environment to teach is one of my motivation. But most importantly, I want to provide a high quality education uh, uh, school that students deserve. My hiring uh, standard is very high, unlike uh, some other places that let teacher teach all instruments, uh, any instrument that they know how to play. Um, DNA only let teacher teach instrument they have degree in. And all the teacher have uh, a lot of year of experience um, and very passionate about teaching. So one of my standard is this teacher have to be good enough that I want to take lesson from them. Um, so I only take teacher who are great performer themselves and passionate about teaching because I think education is not just a job. What we do have so much impact on students. It's very heavy responsibilities needs to be taken seriously. So um, that that's that's how I that's how I come to open the school in the during the pandemic. It just happened to be the right time for me. 
So the name of the school is DNA and DNA, I think about science. So mm -hmm. what, what does DNA mean to you? Well, my husband came up with this witty name. It's short for distinguished, notable artist. So, and you can have other word associate with it. We actually have a, you know, brainstorm um, a wall of words that these words can represent that is related to our core value. So what about your students? Um, you know, how old are they? Uh, what are they like? And what do they think of you as a teacher? What would they say about you as a teacher? Oh my, <laughs> I have so much to say about this one. Um, I teach students from all ages. Uh, the youngest student I ever taught was only four and now she is eight. Um, I have taught a lot of uh, adult students too, uh, students in their 60s and even 70s. Uh, I only have two requirements for the students uh, come into my school. One is that him or herself wants to learn the instruments, not because of their parents make them learn. Two is the parents have to understand it's a big commitment and their support is as important as the willingness of the students wants to learn. They have to take time to practice with the kids every day. I always tell students, you only need to practice on the day you eat. So yes, every day. I think from that example, you can tell what kind of teacher I am. I'm very strict and disciplined, but not all my students fear me. And that's very important to me because of my own experience growing up. I used to be so nervous going to my piano lessons that I feel sick to my stomach. At that time, it's still okay to do corporate punishment on students in China. Fortunately, most teachers don't beat girls, but the verbal abuse was not any better. Uh, when I first started to teach, I don't know what kind of teacher I want to become, but I know for sure what kind of teacher I don't want to be. My teaching style is a mild of Chinese and American. I do encourage my students a lot and I try to avoid, avoid words like, no, that's wrong, but instead use uh, like a better way to, there's a better way to play it, um, let's try this. I think building student confidence is an essential part of my teaching. I don't like to chit chat in lesson because the time we have is very valuable, often not enough. But I do know when they won a chess tournament, when tooth fairy visit them, little things like that on social media, their parents share. So I, I feel very close to these kids and they are like my own children. I want the best for them. And that's also why I never push my students to pursue a music career. I know how difficult this path is. I give them all my support when they decide they want to do it, if they have the overflowing passion for music. But face the reality, not every student will become a professional musician. My best gift to my student is to give them ability to play and enjoy piano for a lifetime and the love of music. Most of my students study with me for years. 
I see them grow, get taller than me, and send them to college. So each relationship is very special to me. I'm perhaps the only teacher will accompany them for this many years. So this makes what I do even more important, not just a teacher, but a mentor. So I have students told me when they grow up, they want to be a teacher like me. And that's just, uh, when I hear it, I just melt my heart. That moment defined me and make my vocation worthy. There's so many, so many life lessons in uh, teaching and music. So I know you're the organist at David's United Church of Christ in Canal Winchester. Uh, I hear you play. I hear you play religious music, classical music. And I wonder what is going through your head when you play? And do you have to practice something like the rest of us do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, unfortunately, um, it's true for any performing art. If you don't practice it, you lose it. So practice uh, just, you know, you have to, anybody want to maintain this art have to do. Um, so, and you ask a very hard question. What do I think when I play and um, uh, with, uh, as I play? So, um, I found a quote by Beethoven that is really um, close to my heart. He said, the vibration on the air are the breath of God speaking to man's soul. Music is the language of God. We musicians are as close to God as man can be. We hear his voice. We read his lips. We give birth to the children of God who sing his praise. That's what musicians are. So often when I was playing, um, I think about, you know, pictures and uh, stories and colors, and even uh, rarely that I see light that is similar to the kind of light I see when I close my eyes to pray. It's a beautiful thing to hear people tell me my music touched them. Sometimes it reminds them of their loved ones. Sometimes they say they see God in the music. And often it's how uplifting and happy the music make them feel, made them want to dance. Those are the motivations for me to continue to practice, to learn music and play for people. I want to keep playing so God can speak through my hands, touching more souls. I think uh, you said that beautifully. It's, I think for all of us, we want God to use our gifts to impact others. And that's just something that ultimately we all want to happen. So I'm kind of curious, is there any kind of music that you don't like? Well, I appreciate all genres of music even though some of them might not be my favorite. If I have to pick one, mm, heavy metal is a little hard to listen to. I'm with you. I'm totally with you on that. So, so what kind of personal and musical goals do you have for 2021? Mm, well, I, I'm very blessed to be able to do what I love for a living. 
So my life is filled with music. So the the personal and musical goals are kind of mingled together.、Uh, Um, so when the pandemic is over, I want to start to take bass and cello lessons. Those are really cool instruments, and I'm looking forward to learn、uh, even more instruments. I'm super grateful that DNA Music Academy opened in January, but we closed from March to July. But we are still growing.、Uh, we already have the second virtual recitals, and next one is coming up、uh, on February. Um, my goal for 2021 is to work harder to make people know there is a quality music school in Columbus, and that can help and can help you to achieve your musical dreams with whatever instrument you love. So your February 2021、uh, virtual concert will be over by the time this airs on our podcast. Are you thinking about recording that that people could hear it later? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's going to be on YouTube and also our official Facebook page, so everyone's invited to watch it. It's a lot of fun. Those kids are so cute. <laughs> Is it the DNA、uh, Facebook page? Yes, DNA Music Academy. Yeah, if you Google it, I think we're on pretty much all the social media platform. Wonderful. So, do you have any personal goals? Those are musical goals, or are they all the same thing? <laughs> like music is my life. It's all the same thing. <laughs> That's wonderful. Well, it's been my pleasure. I'm Patty Houston Holm. My delightful conversation today has been with Chen Yoyo Luon. If you have a comment about this podcast or an idea for a future podcast, send us an email at Hope Talks. At davidsucc.net, be blessed. Thank you for listening to this segment of Hope Talks. I hope you join us again, and please encourage others to listen and check out other David's United Church of Christ programs at davidsucc.net. It is our hope that your day is filled with hope.